You know, being a parent is not for the faint of heart. Time, patience, understanding, and effort are among the basic requirements. The goal since day one has always and continues to be that our listeners leave knowing something more than what they came with. Be it better understanding of self, the kids, your parents, or how to better communicate with that other parent. So sit back and relax and enjoy our season finale, episode 15, which is dedicated to my dad, E.A. Patrick Fleming Jr. on his fourth anniversary of his transition. Um, And be sure to join back with us in the fall for season two. time coming it's been a fun journey thus far wouldn't you say it has been interesting i will say that it just has been interesting how it has been interesting for you well to just to say like for this episode um kind of wanted to do like a recap just to um get our thoughts on kind of how the season went right so in saying like okay how the season went considering the fact that i never planned to be on the podcast (laughs) like i'm just literally my thought was okay i'll help out um i will help out in the background yes i will go ahead and do that then it was just like okay no i want you on it Okay, fine. I will do the first episode. 15 episodes later, I'm still like, yeah, I need you to find somebody else. And you are stark refusing to. So to say that um, it has been interesting in that way because I've never been the person to be in the forefront. I like the background. Mm -hmm. I like the putting stuff together. I enjoy that. I don't like necessarily my name being known or thoughts and I I don't care for it. As a as a introvert, I can totally understand that. Totally understand that. And I didn't realize I was an introvert until definitely this whole Rona has brought that up out of me like I'm I'm okay with being at home I'm okay with not being in crowds like yeah leave me alone like I I will do my standard once a week call hey I'm still alive (laughs) 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 yes I'm still alive but yeah um yeah I you know so I hear you on that and I will say personally Thank you for sticking this out with me. You know, it's it's been a. I didn't know what to really expect when I came up with the idea. Um, I didn't know 
how it was going to be re- received. And even for me, stepping forward into into that light, right? Um, and people knowing who I am, right? Or my story or um, the hardships and the challenges and uh, what what comes with being a dad, mm-hmm. right? It's not an easy thing. Mm-mm. You know, being a parent is not easy. Uh, it's not for the faint at heart. And it is indeed the one job that you will have in your life that literally requires you to have no prior experience. It, it is it is a learn as you go. You know, um, kind of kind of like like this like this podcast it's, you know, it's like <laughs> seriously it's, it's, uh, it's my other child <laughs> very you know? much so like uh, yeah 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 that's exactly yeah, what yeah, yeah, like. yeah. so um you know so it, it is but I'm happy with it you know I'm, I'm happy with the outcome I'm happy with with how it's progressed you know it's 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 changed versus what we sat down and initially were talking about and what we wanted to address and how did it change in the way you thought it would uh no no is that a no in a good way or no in a in different type of way? like what type of no is that it's definitely a no in a good way okay definitely no in a good way I I'm happy with how how it, how it's evolved, you know. Um, I, I think that what what I've seen as a result of stepping into this arena, right, mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of people on this freeway, you know. There's a, there's a lot of brothers, uh, positive brothers that are that are putting stuff out, you know. A you got lot. The, I mean, like, like seriously, you know. It is amazing, right? Um, and I love it, right? Yeah. And I love it. You got the dad gang, mm-hmm. right? Um, father, uh, fatherhood university. Of, uh, you know, dad, father fraternity or dad's fraternity, right? Thing, right. So a lot of a lot of avenues. Black that dad are, united, like it, oh, right, it's just exactly, like amazing. Exactly, you know, and I'm loving it. And so for me and jumping into that lane, right, or jumping onto that highway, it became a thing of like, okay, well. This person over here is driving a Lexus. This person over here is driving a Toyota. You know, we all on the same same highway. But what's my car? You know, um, mm. and so I had to. As things have gone on, I had to figure that out, right? Um, wear a lot of hats. Yeah, doing this, right? Mm-hmm. So. We're creating the content, <laughs> you know. We're scheduling the, the the episodes, you know. We're we're trying to find the people. We're reaching out to the people to to get people to come on and be the guests and things of that nature, right? Uh, talking points and that whole aspect. And then once it's all said and done, you know, I'm sitting here behind here now being engineered, you know. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's 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 definitely has had its challenges, definitely with the whole Rona thing where we weren't really prepared for that we wasn't you know we were not prepared for that and as a result of you know we lost like what four weeks i think you know but the craziest thing though is that we lost the four weeks but ended up gaining what 
three months after that because technically yeah. we were supposed to be over let me say we were supposed to be over in march <laughs> i remember that we were supposed to be over the third week in march i don't I, let me get my calendar i can tell right. you the exact day right but that definitely um the rona definitely kind of put things in perspective and then it was just like you said well, I want us to go on to do some more episodes. I was like, okay. Well, how many more? I don't know. Mm-mm, that sounds unlimited. <laughs> like, no, we're we not going to do that. I need a number. I, cause you know, because in, I need a number. This... I need an end goal. Right, like, wait. Right. No, no, absolutely. But I, what I recognize is that in, in, this, in this industry, right, in, in this form of, of communication, do you have to work at remaining relevant right right so that's i think that was what was in the forefront of my mind mm -hmm. was was remaining relevant mm -hmm. so but i but i found also a, a joy in sitting here having these conversations that's the thing right yeah so having those conversations it's like so who are we talking to next week? <laughs> Cause, cause we, uh, you know, Did you send this, out that email? Right. Yeah, they confirmed and said they can come next week. Yeah. Like, but you know, I, what I will say is that for as much of a fight that I have put up being the co-host, mm -hmm. I do enjoy this because it makes me step out in a way that Again, I'm not necessarily comfortable with. I'm, mm -hmm. um, it's making me do something different. I know when um, I think we were almost six, seven episodes in, and I told my sister. Mm. And she was like, what do you mean you're doing a podcast? I was like, yeah, I have a podcast. Right. But you never told anything. I was like, nobody knows. And which the craziest thing, nobody really does know, especially for me. And, you know, most people are like, you're doing a podcast about fatherhood. You don't have any kids. And I think that is, I think that's kind of a lot of times what my hesitation is. Mm -hmm. But I remember um, at the beginning of the year, I asked God for, to be placed in a position where I can do something different. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand, um, I feel like sometimes life is a circle. Right. And for me, sometimes, okay, fine, you're in a circle, but your scenery stays the same. Right. It's like everything looks the same. It is just, and that gets boring to me. So mm -hmm. it was just like I asked God, I said, okay, if we're going to do it, if I'm going to be in this circle, I want it, I, I need my circle to stretch out. I need to do some different things. Lo and behold, he puts this in my lap. Again, me and God have been going back and forth with this because <laughs> I've been saying, I don't know if you really meant this for me um, because this is just supposed to be a one episode thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, we we keep going. Yeah. And then not only do we keep going, the people who we bring on definitely are just like, okay, so when can I come back? Right. right. Which is always like, what do you mean you want to come back? Like to us? It, it, to yeah. this? Which is, you know, that, I mean, I guess it's a testament to us. Mm -hmm. And I guess it's, you know, to let us know, hey, you are you guys have something going on here. And you're actually, you're pretty good at it. Mm -hmm. Like, no matter the negativity or just kind of the thoughts. And we're, we're actually 
it makes sense. Right. It fulfills a niche and it actually brings a conversation because I know like, um, I think it was the conversation with, it was, it was a conversation with G. It was a whole co-parenting one for me. Mm-hmm. Like that was very, um, it made me look at co-parent, co-parenting very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just saying, you know, I'm the mother, you're the father. It's like, no, th- we have to be partners in this. Yeah, it's a unit. Like yeah. it is, you know, out to literally step outside of yourself, especially as a person who has who has not became a mother yet. Mm-hmm. Like that is, that's kind of been my thing all the time. I'm just like, okay, I'm not a mother yet, but my God, I really want somebody who. I want a partner. Like, I don't want to have to fight. Right. I don't want to, I, right. I don't want to do none of that. Like, right. I really, no. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. We're not together. Like, yes, it will be the plan to get married and it's have, yes. But what I understand is that there's your plan and there's God plan. Oh, always. And, and sometimes, usually, <laughs> your plan and God plan does not, does not align up. with each other. Not and so, all. I'm still working on, you know, understanding what that is. But to say that, like, to have a, it's nothing like an understanding. Yeah. And to realize how much that understanding gets blurred is... It's yeah. a little scary, especially when a kid is involved. Like it gets real Grey's Anatomy ish, like real, real gray. Uh, because people, I was uh, I'm in a Facebook group that was added to, um, and we were talking about just life in general. And one of the things that I stated because we were talking about childhood trauma. Right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, dealing with your childhood trauma before becoming a parent and having children of your own, mm. right? How many people do not deal with that? Nice, right, right, exactly, exactly. Nice concept. But reality? But the reality is, yeah. is that half the time, and as and, and the part that I, that I expressed when I, when I wrote, wrote a, a post, I said, you know, the toughest part is that you have to be brutally honest with yourself mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. before I can even really step to the table to have now have a conversation with you. Right. And then you brutally know. honest being all my ugly part. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, and when you think about it, if you can't be brutally honest with you, but I realize like how hard it is for people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's extremely hard for people. So, and I know I've done it. I'm, I'm gonna say I know I've done it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not pitching. I'm not no glass house pitching stones. You know, like this is this is. I've done it. So, and and even with my own co-parenting situation, it's not the best. I wish it was. De- I definitely wish that it was different. Wish it was better. Doesn't prevent me from not working hard to try to make it better. Right. Right. Um, but it goes back to again, it's two people, mm-hmm. right? 
So we have to be on the same level of understanding mm-hmm. of one another as well as ourselves and what it is we're bringing to the table and how it is or what it is that we're bringing to the table. How is that going to help with the raising of the child or the children that we have together? And I realized like, you know, we say co-parenting, right? And we usually apply that, that term to people who aren't together. But it's not though. But that's not because even because if you're even in a marriage, you're in a marriage, you still you're co-parent. still co-parenting, right? You're right? still co-parenting. You're still co-parenting because you have two people that that are two different people. Exactly. Right. You had two this... different two different ideas mm-hmm. as into what it's as into what it's going to take or the type of parents that they want that they want to be, right? Or what they believe is best for the child. Exactly. Exactly. So so regardless of whether or not you got a ring on or not. Right, mm-hmm. you're still co-parenting. Yeah, and and the reason why it is that I love that I love that the term right co-parenting is about family. Mm-hmm. That's it. No different than it takes a village, right? I mean, that is your village. That, that, and it, exactly, that's your exactly. core village. That is your core that, village, that's, right? Exactly. That's your village. Exactly. So that became and for me even right when when I when we sat there and I had the idea and it came out of a conversation that I was having with with someone else and we were talking about our co-parenting situations (laughs) Uh, and the different point of view that we had and it wasn't that I was right or, or that person was wrong or vice versa right it was just a different point of view but it made me realize in that moment that and when we were setting up that episode, right, why it is that the I in co-parenting is insignificant? Because the minute you say I, you're literally, it's the ego. It's the selfishness, mm. right? It's about you. And it's not. And it's not being about about us. About as soon as we said we was gonna go like a, the minute the minute the minute we decided, or the minute you decided, or the minute I found out, or you know, say whatever your situation is, because let's just call it, you know, because some people find out like you know the kid can walk and talk at this particular point, yeah. you know, and they find out that you got a kid, you know, so whatever the situation is, it's still a. It's still about putting into the child or the children what is best for them. Mm -hmm. Because at that particular point, they're on their way in. While y'all trying to figure it out. You know? And we still sitting here trying to figure out what to do with them. I mean, hell, half the time we still trying to sit here and figure out what to do with our own lives. True that. So let alone turn around and being like, okay, I now got this figured out. And I'm gonna tell you, like, you know, you have to. But I think that's where the whole, um, when you realize, kind of the art of a conversation is True. so distant and so on the back burner for right. people. Like I think that is 
I think that's the saddest part is that mm-hmm. usually, um, I mean, sometimes half of the arguments is it because of a misunderstanding well, yeah. or yeah. that's not the way you're taking it. That's not how I, that's not how I meant that for that to go. Or it's just anything like that. It's just what's scary to me sometimes is that when you see parents when you see parents and it's just like the child is used as a pawn. True. Like that is that is the part that is always like, ugh. Because I know even from my parents' situation, when they decided to split up, that was a good thing for us. Or mm-hmm. at least I'm a, I'm gonna say this for me. Mm-hmm. When my parents decided to split up, that was a good thing. Because they were not happy. Mm-hmm. And because they were not happy, they wasn't cre- um, providing a happy environment right. for us, for me and okay. my sister. So for for me, mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, oh, we decided that we're going to um, live apart. Good. <laughs> like, because it is nothing with, um, it's that, um, that scene in Antoine Fisher when he talks about, he can know how the morning is going to be by the smell. Mm. by the smell of what's going on in the morning. Mm-hmm. I, that resonated with me so much because I can tell, like, from the way Good Morning is said, mm-hmm. I knew what type of morning, what, right. what type of day was that going to be. That's not... And not to say that I had a bad upbringing and stuff. I didn't. I had parents who... I grew up with my parents. I tell them... I say that all the time. We mm-hmm. grew up together. Right. My parents right. were... Um, my mother was 20 when she had me. My daddy was 22, 23. Right. Um, he was in the military. She was um, straight out of high school. Like, right. So we all grew up together. Mm-hmm. So in understanding we all grew up together, it was real different. Right. So everybody was, it, it was a lot of outside voices mm-hmm. who had a lot to play in their relationship mm-hmm. and who had a lot to play in our upbringing and we can definitely we definitely have that conversation now right like i definitely i appreciate the conversation that i have with my parents now and especially my mother says that all the time she was just like i didn't do the things that i wanted to do um she said because i was scared and then because my mom she'd just be like no you can't do that mm-hmm. and you know my mother said like I tried to force that onto you all, you and your sister. That ain't work. Right. Like, no, I didn't. Right. It, it didn't. It, it is. Mom said, said something similar as I was growing up as far as taking some of the aspects mm-hmm. of what she got growing up mm-hmm. and applying that. And And it's funny that you say that, right? Because... As we started to really to work on the development of this show, and that was my idea, mm-hmm. because I was sitting there like, okay, well, hey, it was one of the reasons why initially, like, you know, and we didn't really, we didn't really get to it, but eventually we will, right? Because I wanted to have where we had a younger person, and then we also had a had an older person as guests, right? Because I wanted there to be the fact that that hey and the reason why we say 20 today right Mm -hmm. because the reality is that there are some aspects Mm -hmm. of how we used to parent Mm -hmm. that should still be very relevant today yeah right Mm -hmm. 
but also taking the time to understand that it is it's a different world it's a different world it's different circumstances mm-hmm. Kids have access to way more information than mm-hmm. at your fingertips. Right, exactly. Not the encyclopedia. They ain't got to go to the library. Exactly. That is literally exactly. at their fingertips. And, I mean, like, and for the most part, you get to a certain age, it's literally in your hand. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a handheld device. Hey, Siri, you know, or hey, Google, <laughs> you know. Um, Siri's amazing. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so from that standpoint, it's like, okay, cool. So trying to bring all of that together right and so this is how i started to realize what kind of car we were driving oh so we know what kind of car great because i thought we were still on the bus go ahead so we know what kind of car we're driving because what i realized was what people walk away with is realizing that these are two people that are able to have a conversation, right? Mm-hmm. You're a black woman, black male, mm-hmm. right? There is such a level of conflict or angst between us as a people that should really shouldn't exist. Sure. Right. But that's because we're two people who are able to have a conversation. Exactly. But so, it, it but it's also a level of respect there too. And it and it has to be And that Absolutely. is a big problem because sometimes it is not the res, respect is not always given no. the way it should be. No. And not. that and that's the problem because you you're able to have your own opinion mm-hmm. and your own thoughts and everything. Like I just don't understand people who do who literally only talk to people who have the same thoughts and ideas as you. How are you evolving as a person if you don't hear a different perspective or you're not able to look at something outside of your glasses? Because that goes back to being brutally honest with yourself. In order to, the reason, there's a reason why they say, you know, people surround themselves with yes men, right? But you look foolish. But not everyone. But not everyone sees it that way. People realize that people measure this level of success in in their head. If you got a job, right? Okay. You could, you know, that was what was it? I could do bad all by myself, <laughs> right? How many t- times have we heard it? You got a job, right? You make money. You don't really need 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 a man for nothing. So the minute, so the minute we we start venturing down that line, then it becomes a thing of like, okay, well, the guy is secondary, so I don't really have to listen to, and and this is and 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 I'm not saying that that this is the how every situation is. I'm just right. simply giving my opinion on it, right? Okay. Or, or what it is that I feel happens, right? Okay. So, you're, you're providing your opinion for a particular. Situation. situation right because absolutely. i was, I was yeah. really about yeah. to go in no, on you absolutely. but then i was just like wait yeah. a minute yeah he's not talking all he's no, just not saying all. just saying a particular, particular situation group. okay exactly right okay keep going um, i can listen now <laughs> <laughs> because you you have to you have to be able to understand that we play a role mm-hmm 
just like as a man, we have to be understand. This is men, you know. I'll say this: as a man, as men, we have to understand that women play a role, mm-hmm. right? As Jamar said, um, know your role. They're they're. I don't think anyone's role. having. I don't think anyone's having any more immaculate conceptions, right? It will. I mean, I mean, it might be, but you know, then, I'm then not maybe, in. You know, look, um, look, we're just gonna I'm, go we're with. Just, we're just. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it may, it may happen. It may happen. I don't know if it's gonna happen in my lifetime, but the first one didn't happen, and I wasn't around. So you know, I just kind of got to go off of what people said. Said happened. Oh so gosh, here we go. You know, <laughs> so it's one of those things of where, you know, I, I think about it from a standpoint of think think about the human body right Mm -hmm. how intricate of a machine and design that it is the fact that i can sit here and wiggle my fingers and wiggle my toes at the same time while i'm talking Mm -hmm. right which is a mere thought you know i'm sure a scientist could probably sit there and break it down as far as from the 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 That that aspect of what mm-hmm. it actually makes makes it happen, sure, right? But you know, it's no different than than looking at a at a at a motor, right? How it is that we're able to stop, you know, brakes and cars and all that, all of that, right? So it's it's designed to be this way. It's designed for us to be able to connect, mm-hmm. right? From a from a from a physical sense, right? For us to connect, mm-hmm. right? To a mental sense, mm-hmm. to an emotional sense. It's all designed in order for us to be able to connect. Now the holdup is that maybe you know, maybe this this two thousand and nine version that you know is not compatible with this. Twenty fourteen version, you know, and that might be who it is that you fell in love with, you know, and it was compatible for a minute because the software allowed it to, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, but now it's, you know, some it's, people it's, got it's, updates, it's and some right? Baby, exactly. Some people exactly. decide not to, right? You know, you got Android users, but you got it, Apple but, users, but so. even still, but even if it's outdated, and even if it's an Android and an Apple. The thing is, is that you can still communicate. Absolutely, absolutely. And that, but you have to figure out, right? Because realize, realize you've had it set to automatic updates, mm-hmm. right? right? And now you're at a point to where you actually now have to go and do it manually, right? Now you actually got to go put in some work, right? Exactly. So it's not downloading the right. way it's supposed to. Now you, you actually got to read that manual. You got to read the manual. Now you got to go to a website or two. You know, you got to got to hit that help button. You know, now you, you got to do some trial and error. Mm-hmm. Make a phone call and call the help desk. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> like 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 all of these all of these are things that that you now have to do. And there's so many people that I think it's, it's the patience. Yeah, we just don't have it, right? I mean, because you have to think about. It. You have to have patience with the child. You do. A lot. Then you got to have patience with your job. Yep. And yep. then I have to have patience. Now I got to have patience with... 
with the my other partner. With, with, the, with right. the partner with, with or with the other partner. parent or yeah. And then yeah. let's not even talk about if you're so happen to be in a relationship with somebody. So then I have to have the patience like that's that's exhausting. But the funny thing is, right, is that while it is that you're looking at it through this lens and saying, Wow, that's exhausting, look at it through the other lens and be like, you know what, you're well versed with being patient. Yeah, no. Exactly, right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly, right? Right. Because right. Because that's where that's where people want to lean on, you know. I mean, but that's the easiest thing to say. The easiest thing is to uh the easiest thing is to say I'm exhausted. The easiest thing to say is, oh, I don't feel like fighting. I don't feel like doing this. But what I've understood is that, um, and I've seen from experience, is that it's it's easier to fight now than have to try to explain later. True. Because the thing is, is that in fighting now, at least I get to see it. Right. And explaining, there may not be a later. True. And to understand, like, the part of later that I, I, I really think people do not understand is that at that point, you're literally, you're battling yourself. Mm-hmm. You're battling the old, you, not only you're battling yourself on very different angles, you're battling your old self, then you're battling whoever that person has made you out to be in their head right and that's always right the killer right. of whoever it is whatever monster it is that you've created about me in your head and that's why i think most people mess up at mm-hmm. you know because i can say like um i say all the time my little sister is not by um my mother and my father mm-hmm. but that is my little sister right my little sister is, you know, she is, she looks just like me, um, but she acts like my sister. Mm-hmm. And her relationship and my father's relationship is her, there is different than my dad's relationship. Stark and mine. Right? It's, 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 yeah. It is a stark difference. Yeah. And I remember, um, and that's definitely, that's a challenge for him. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times he'll say like, well, my relationship with you is not like um, the relationship he has with my middle sister. I said, it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. None of us is a carbon copy of each other. And even if we were identical twins and identical people, you still have to work at a, it's a different type of bond at every level. Right. Like for him, that, that again, that's a stroke because you have to realize, I mean, my dad is 60 60 plus years old. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, he's like, I'm not trying to learn new stuff and trying to, uh, I, I, this is who I am. And accept me, what's that? This is who I am, accept me for who I am. Mm-hmm. No, mm-mm. you got to actually evolve. Like it's about a connection. If you want that connection, as much as I have to work on it, so do you. Right. It is. It does require equal work. It does. It does require equal work. I don't remember who I was watching. I want to say it was Will Smith because you know I'm a yes, you're Will Smith fan. Like, Got it. I think fan. everybody yeah. knows about that. Hey, yes. look here. Look here. We're going to meet one day. <laughs> man's, man's my mentor. Okay. Um, but I think it was, I, I do believe it was it was him. And, and the statement that he said, right, was... 
instead of going to therapy, right, when they were at a point of having issues, instead of going to therapy, went to communications specialist. Because if you realize... That is genius. Realize, exactly. <laughs> realize the difference. Mm-hmm. A lot of time, and I know a lot of people. You hear a lot of people that be like, "Oh, you know, go go to the therapist." And and I de- and hey, look, I, we I go. we we look, say go I to go. therapy. So I say go to therapy, but I say go to therapy for personal. Definitely go for personal. Yes, I I believe sometimes that between two people, sometimes mm-hmm. it's the communication that's the problem. Absolutely, absolutely. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Which but no. Mean? But that's but that's. Think about it from a standpoint of really, first off, being honest with yourself that you don't communicate effectively, right? Right? Uh, Again, it goes back to that being brutally honest with yourself. I don't communicate effectively. Or I can communicate effectively. I just, sometimes you have to learn different techniques in order how to communicate effectively with you. Because it's it's not just about communicate. Can you understand what it is that I'm saying. But that's the but that's the point though. Realizing that if you are someone who is well versed in communication, then you have the skill set to be able to shift between people when you're talking, right? Mm-hmm. We that that's a common conversation as far as for black folks as far as what is it code switching? <laughs> You know, we're well versed in being able to step into the professional world Mm -hmm. and carry ourselves in a certain way and talk in a certain way and communicate effectively. Right. Mm -hmm. But when we step over here, why is it so different? It's extreme. It's like, it's like, it's like, look, it's what I said. It's what it is. Dropping a gauntlet. I don't want to talk about it. I heard you. Why you bringing it up again? Like, like there's so many things that, that they get taught, they get taught, tossed out. You know, it is that's so and, true. And it's and it's and it's like, okay, well, yeah, I heard you. Okay, and then you still go off and do it the way you want to do it. So did you? Yeah. So then, you so really then it was like, did, really so did you? Me. But it's like I could have, I did hear you, but I'm gonna still do what I want to do. Because but then it, understand with that mm-hmm. when doing that, right. okay, you made your chest move. I'm gonna make mine. Understand for every action, it. there's a reaction, and that and and true, right? But that is, but that's also the problem. Because because realize that what is chess? It's a um, it's a mind. It's a game. Mm-hmm. No, ultimately, it's a game. Right, it's a mind game. Right, but so if you're the person that I'm in this situation with, mm-hmm. my my goal is not to play a game with you. It shouldn't be exactly. So if you're playing a game with me, right? Because now it becomes a thing of where with a game, there's always a winner and there's a loser. Mm-hmm. It's never a draw, you know. It, since the re- like, 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 so when, when we had a conversation, and that's for that's for definitely chime in for season two. I'm gonna give y'all a glimpse. We'll give y'all a glimpse <laughs> on season two right now, right? <laughs> From 
from a court perspective. Right? Mm-hmm. Primary custodial. Here we go. <laughs> right? Versus non-custodial. Mm-hmm. You are instantly placing two people who really have a equal bid in the life of the child that they brought into this world. Mm-hmm. The court is now basically saying that, okay, well, hey, regardless of what you've brought forward, this person is up here and you are just a little bit lower. So realize the mentality that, that, that one has to take on to accept that or to even deal with that. Or where it is that it may place that person. You know? Mm -hmm. These are the type of things that we don't think about because we're so focused on the factor of winning the game. But it's not necessarily... I don't think it's necessarily always winning the game. Sometimes I think it's about being control over the other person. Which is is, a game. Is that really a game? The control is really a game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see it that way. And and that's fine. You know, but why would you want to control somebody? You shouldn't. For what? To do what? I mean, how boring can that be? Like you're literally supposed to do like what I say when I say, I mean, at that point, just get a dog. I mean, a dog doesn't even do what you say. No. You have to take the training. And And then then, maybe or maybe not, you you know. know. Right. And and with training, I mean, you know, it's training methods. Right. Right? So, yeah. Obedient. Mm. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's a... That's a... That was y'all glimpse. Right. That's, that's for season, season two. two right? <laughs> <laughs> That's already been Uh, (laughs) has been marinated. Right, Uh, the guests have already been established. Like that's gonna be a whole. Want to hear the rest of that conversation? Yeah, that's a whole thing. Stay tuned. Follow the follow the social media pages (laughs) and stuff. You know, sign up for the sign up for the uh, for the email list, so you get all that information beforehand or when it when we get ready to drop it. So. So I want to ask you a question, though. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you finish your thought? Nah, by me, go no, no, no. Go no, finish no, your. No, no, no. No. Did you finish your thought? You said no. No. Which which thought? I mean, have I mean, I know you got a lot of them. Like, Just seriously. go. No, seriously. What's your question? I need you to finish your thought because. No, I'm good. Okay. Are you yeah, sure? I'm yeah. How has this changed you? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> How has fathership changed you? Like, and I'm talking about from the ideal to the actual first errand day of the podcast to now, like, you know, you're wrapping up season one. How has it changed you? Hmm. Honestly, um, Hmm. I wish my dad was around. Mm. Yeah. So we could talk. 
it's a different um, thought process is different approach is different uh, yeah opinion different let's move to more of a trying to understand it so that that is um, yeah and yes, this is emotions that y'all are hearing going on right now. Okay, and I'm look, I'm solid with mine. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I wish that he was around, so we could talk. Period. You know, definitely things that I missed out on. Um, this has been therapeutic. Okay. That's been the, that's been what it is that I what I've learned, you know. Um, as a result of doing this, has been extremely, extremely therapeutic, um, and and on a variety of levels, right? Like I've I've literally have sat down and had conversations with my mom about it, you know, um, talking about my dad and I had to, you know, much like you, I grew up with my parents, you know. Um, we had two I became their best friend between the two after they after they divorced. It just got it just got to that to that point. So hearing her side of the story and then hearing his side of the story, right? Mm-hmm. And then putting and then piecing everything together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are a lot of times where I'll be sitting here and I'll think about something and I'll be like call her you know because right about now she's the only person who's close enough that can answer the question you know as best as she possibly could you know you know so um and even with my and even with with being a father myself you know um i'm raising a teenager i'm, I'm <laughs> helping raise a teenager you know um <sighs> My and, prayers are with you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, seriously, it's been it's been challenging. Um, on on BS aside, you know, it's been challenging. And again, in those moments when it's been it's most challenging, the piece that I've sat here and wished that I could do was pick up the phone and call my dad and talk to him about this. You know. Um there was there was a um, uh, a situation that took place between you know uh, me and the kiddo, and and it hurt, right? Mm-hmm. It hurt like crazy, like crazy. And I literally um, got on my knees and I said, a, said I said a prayer to God. I was just like, hey, I don't I don't know how communication works. <laughs> <laughs> up in heaven, you know, but if you could do me a favor and just relay a message to my pops, you know, and just let her know that I'm sorry, because mm. I know I did this at one point, and mm-hmm. if this is anywhere close to what it is that I put him through mm. around that same age, oh my god, Oof, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. 
Like, you know, and that, and that was, that was, that was, that was, like, I'm about to show my age. That was, that was real deal Holyfield right there. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, um, so that's, that's what I've learned. Taking a lot, a lot of way as far as just trying to, um, you never always gonna, you're never gonna always make the right decision. Right. But you have to get to a point where you're okay with whatever the decision, the decision or the outcome of the decision that you made is, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because of course, you know, I think we make decisions and and we have an expectation of what we feel like is going to turn. Oh, out, absolutely, right? right? Um, and when it doesn't go your way, it's like it's like, oh, fuck. what now? Yeah, you know. Um, or how long am I supposed to keep working at this until whatever right, my right. whatever the thought or however I thought this was supposed to be yeah. comes to fruition yeah. like yeah you know um, you know that's, that's actually the definition of insanity oh completely completely yeah. and when you think about like how many people and even yours because I know I tell myself that all the time be like you are absolutely insane like you mm-hmm. literally keep doing the same thing, mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. expect different results, and it's just like no, that's mm-hmm. or you know my favorite thing now is that in order to get something different, you have to do something, you have to you have to be something in order to get something different, you have to step outside that box. Brother Anderson, who we had on. Um, yeah, he talked about that. He talked about that. He did. You know, and 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 having worked with him, right? One of the things that he would always say is that, like, you know, if you're still doing the same thing a year later, then you haven't. You're not growing. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there are some things that obviously you know become repetitive in life, and I think, and even with that, right, when it comes to parenting, right. The as parents, we grow and become set in our ways, mm-hmm. and our children are still growing mm-hmm. into who they're gonna become, right? Mm-hmm. So it becomes easy for a child to sit there and figure out, oh, okay, well I know mom's gonna do this, mm-hmm. I know dad is gonna do this, right? Uh, there was a conversation was part of somebody threw out the question like you know what was your most uh something like traumatic experience or something like this as as a as a child as far as like punishment from a parent Mm -hmm. and so everyone was talking about like you know like you know that time when they did blah 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 and they got the like the beating of their life you know Mm um you know from their dad or their mom or whatever and i was just sitting there being quiet and someone was like okay well Fleming like you know was yours and I was like honestly the worst beating I ever got from my mom was a mental one because mm-hmm. that one. is you know those oh like, my god and I oh, they are know, the worst like 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 most right I, I went through a stealing phase right mm-hmm. I think I think all teenagers go through it right um and I got caught and 
I'm gonna have to come get me. <laughs> got home. And I just knew. I was like, oh, about to get my ass right. right. I'm about to get a whole new one. Right. She about to take off layers of skin. Seriously, ew. So she comes in, tosses me a bunch of uh, plastic grocery bags when you go grocery shopping, right? And she just tosses it on and said, fill it up. And she opens my captain's chest, which I had a captain's chest, which was my toy trunk, right? Mm-hmm. And so she just was like, fill them up. Take everything. You know. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, I said, all right, lady, I said, I see where you're going, because, you know, we've done this before. Like, you know, you'll take them and stuff. you put them in your room, and we'll, we'll have my toys for a while. Got it, right? And, I mean, like, you know, my mother worked for Cos Plus. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, I mean, I had Transformers that were, like, imports from straight from Japan, mm-hmm. you know. And she's like, fill it up. I was like, okay, cool. So fill it up. She's like, follow me. I'm like, all right, cool, all right. She's probably going to put them in the trunk of the car like she did last time, you know. And she'll drive around with it, so I really ain't got no access to it, right? Mm-hmm. We're walking down the hallway, about the apartment complex. We get to the garbage chute, and she stopped. Well, you know, and she's opened the door, and she's like, "Put them in." Oh. And I'm sitting there like, I- "I'm sorry, what?" <laughs> <laughs> you sure you don't want to put it in the truck of your car? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. You sure you don't want to go ahead and no. put this in your room? And everybody is looking at me like. She made you do what we think she did, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, I I literally was forced to, you know, throw away that now that my toy. That's that devastating one. Like, you know? that's devastation. And and I told her, I said, you know, it's a level that most parents probably nowadays would never do. Mm-hmm. Because... You look at it from your perspective. I spent all this money, money on this stuff, spent, exactly, right? and not necessarily teaching the, the lesson, lesson, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And the lesson was a hard one learned. Mm-hmm. And and it's and it stuck with me, man. Like like seriously. So Bet you didn't get sticky fingers no more, did hell you? no, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, just your pants stayed in your pocket. Was, I had stuff that was classic. It's gone, and it was no getting it back. Ooh, and the garbage chute. Whoop! Right. My goodness. Right. Like so, you know, I think now to you know, entertainment consoles and playstations and things of that nature, and I'm just like, look. And they were like, "Well, would you ever do do that to to the kiddo?" Yes. If it, if it's to prove my point, mm-hmm. as into the fact of like, hey. I'm dead serious. Yeah. Like that. So my sister has my um, nephew. uh, He has like a, um, one of his mentors or something, one of his mentors. And he was uh, saying, because my sister was just really having difficulty with him, just doing what he needed to do. Mm -hmm. And he said, he doesn't have any, you don't, I mean, at this point, he didn't have a PlayStation. He didn't have a phone. That boy had him and his imagination and a couple (laughs) of toys. So his thing was like, you don't give him. It's hard. You're punishing him for what? That's what he does every day. Right. 
So you're you're not really your punishments are not really doing anything because right. you're not taking anything away from him. Mm-hmm. So then it was just like she did. She gave him um I don't know if it's a PlayStation, I don't know, an Xbox, I don't know what he got something. A right. Nintendo, I don't know what it is. So he has that. And then he has um he has a cell phone now. Now he has a bike and he has a skateboard. Mm-hmm. So now it's just like when he starts to act, um, I remember he did something and my sister took away his cell phone. Now, the whole thing was was that he he does he has a, a new um the Apple phone. Mm-hmm. But we also have that um his dial up AT and T phone. Mm-hmm. We still got that on lock. Right. Like I still pay the bill on right. that. Right. Please understand. I tell them all the time, you act a fool, I will take that phone and you will get that AT&T. Right. Like, you can't even send a text message, right. okay? <laughs> he can barely make a phone call on that right. bad boy. Right. Like, I will give that to you in 2.5 seconds. Right. And he thought, like, at one point he thought my sister was playing with him. She took it all. Yeah. She took yeah. it all. And that's the, and that's the tough calls that you have to mm-hmm. make. But yeah. I don't know about that throwing away. That's that, that right there. Your mom is she a G for that one? Man, look here. I don't. I don't know if I could throw it. I'm gonna have to hide that at your grandma's house or something like that, so you didn't think. But baby, that's who. Man, but when you think about it, right, right. The the lesson of that. You ever had a car accident? <sighs> don't talk about it. Yes. But I'm saying, like, you ever had a car accident and it got totaled? No, I haven't. And you didn't have enough to go get a new one? No, I didn't have it that bad. Right. I've seen people that bad, and exactly. that's just like... You know what I'm saying? So, so that's really, why they got so, gap insurance. It, it, right, true. This is why, why they have <laughs> gap, gap insurance. But we deal with gains and loss every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that when it happens so suddenly, it's like, a, whoa, wait a minute. You know? You got tons of people like, you know, getting laid off, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And again, the the thought process of that, the difficulty of that, mm-hmm. because you really start to sum up like, oh my God, like everything that you have, mm-hmm. right? Everything you have, everything you don't have. Right. What, like, yeah. So, so for me, I, the, what, last year, I read this uh, book, The Minimalist Mind, Mindset, mm-hmm. you know? And it became a thing of where I was just like, wow. Like, okay, yeah. I, I got a bunch of shit. That half of it don't need. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. When I think about what it is that I enjoy doing in its true form, it doesn't require me to have to have like the most dopest vehicle sitting out there. <laughs> I don't. You know? I don't have to have a like, look, I'm comfortable as hell with some jeans and a t shirt. Um and some sneaks. <laughs> <laughs> 